And sometimes your roommate is your dad. That's just how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in that same. Yeah. My roommate is my dad too right now. So oh. <laughs> my whole family is my roommates. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Not at all. Free living. So mm-hmm. I'll take it. Oh, more yeah. money for coasters. Exactly. More money for theme parks. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, economically, uh, the correct way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all that matters. But yeah. <coughs> Great to have you guys here. Welcome to Coaster Chat. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we have a special part two episode of mm-hmm. New Jersey Coasters. We are doing a part two because both guests today have been to Great Adventure of New Jersey. Six yeah. Flags New Jersey, right? right. Yeah. That's a great yeah. name, correct? Okay. Yeah, Six Flags Great Adventure. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, most people, I guess, call it either just Great Adventure or Six Flags. Um, but yeah, you know, we talked about it last week, and I actually went on Friday. So I guess I have fresher thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You can actually uh, give us a rundown of the coaster rankings of the park. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. it's tough. It's tough to do. Like we said last week, El Toro is uh, out of commission, and uh, in going and seeing that was like really weird. Uh, to like, you know, last time I remember being at the park, it kind of like dominates the part of the park it's in. Um, it's a loud, you know, wooden coaster of an immense size, um, and people were like looking at it, and I literally heard like someone asking, like, "What is that old ride?" Like it was like as if it was already gone forever. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, you it, know, it, it, it's it's really made that whole area of the park desolate because it like dominates that whole area so when it's yeah. closed there's like no reason to be over there yeah it's weird because like i feel like it used to be kind of like the link to get over there by bizarro um and now bizarro is like very, very isolated um it's like a long walk through nothing because the log flume that's a that is a cross from uh el toro is also not it was like testing but apparently something happened with that too so that's not open to the public right now either so yeah you got like a whole dead zone in great adventure right now um, oh yeah, well, you were there on uh, Friday, right? Yes, I, I I was there with a couple of friends on uh, uh yesterday on Sunday, okay. and the log flume was open then. Okay, okay. So whatever it was was a minor issue. Maybe it was just closed for one day. But um, uh, the log flume looked great. I was actually kind of upset I didn't get to go on that because I I like the uh the old like classic log flume where it like the drop is really not very steep or very high and it's kind of more about like the pre-drop section which also knowing great adventure and knowing the rapids ride is probably nothing but i still kind of like the setup no it, it that is a good way to describe it it is really like you uh you go up the first you go up the first uh i guess you, i guess on a, on a log flume you still call it a lift hill yeah yeah it's like you a conveyor the- belt or whatever mm-hmm. you go up the first lift hill and then uh you're pretty much on level ground like slowly going downward so you'll still go forward pat mm-hmm. and you go the uh, two very bored looking lifeguards <laughs> before, you, <laughs> before you get to the first drop and uh then it has a cu- it has a couple of drops lifts up again and then has the big splash down in front of the sawmill and it's cool it's one of the older rides in the park and uh, yeah but, but yeah, it, it was closed most of the summer because uh, Six Flags is having a Six Flags Great Adventures having a bad year. It really is. I mean, for the year that they're opening their first like new major thing in, you know, I don't know, like depending on what your definition is, it's like their first major coaster added, arguably since like uh, I don't know what, like King to Ka. Like I guess unless you count Joker as a major coaster, is there is there anything else that's really new in that park right now? 
Um, they have a lot of flat rides. Oh yeah, so there's like, new flat for, rides. Yeah, there's a couple flat rides in the uh, in the weird DC dead end of the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, is that where like, the Harley Quinn crazy train is? Um, uh, no, that's right next to Joker. Yeah, so yeah. They, they added Joker, which is a 4D free spin, which like, we will talk right about because I, yeah. I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, I want to pull some pictures of it. Okay. They're oh, crazy. it's like. Is it like lit up in the dark too? Is it like uh, a glow in the dark coaster? I don't think it glows in the dark, but it's like they, they have spotlights on it at night because uh it's like right at the front of the park. Like most of the coasters there, they they like at night they're just there's no lights around them, it's all pitch black. But uh that what that one they light up pretty cool at night because it's still like at the entrance of the park, so you'll still be like looking at it if you stay there till the evening and it gets dark out. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, no, it's a very uh, interesting looking coaster. For so, sure. yeah, yeah, I mean, at, at this point, based on my experience, and that's only based on what, what's open, you know, right now or what was open for me, um, I'm prepared to say that Jersey Devil is the best thing in the park right now. I only was able to get on it once because the line started swelling pretty bad. And like I predicted, because of those single file seats, um, even though they have a weird way of loading it while it's moving, um, it, the line's pretty slow. Uh, and so, like, that is... That's definitely the premier ride in the park right now with that El Toro open, though. It's like not just because it's new, but also just because I feel like there's not like there are other kind of intense rides that invert at at uh, Six Flags. But like Jersey Devil feels more complete even than like Batman the Ride. And it's definitely better. Um, it's got like the airtime, although those like best restraints, I guess, kind of restrict it. But I was happy for that because the airtime would have been very insane with just a lap bar and you do whip through those inversions in the stall and whatever. Um, Jersey Devil's great, though. I liked the theming on it. I thought it was cool looking. Um, and it was like, you know, probably the, the biggest scream you're going to get out of me is on that first drop. Uh, pretty, pretty nice first drop on that. It hauls through that thing. Mm-hmm. Like they- because it, it, it's not that it's like it seems like it's not that tall because it's right next to nitro which yeah, is 200 feet tall it's it's up there you know it's like what like 130 feet oh yes. yeah and in and, 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 and just that distance it goes it's like a almost 90 degree drop yeah so and so like it gets so much speed going right out the gate and then it just it hauls through all those turns and i i'd imagine that like it being a single rail coaster reduces how much friction so it yeah, it doesn't slow down that much throughout the whole ride. Like it goes through the brake run, but then even right after that, it goes with the, again with the big drop. Yeah, you you get really like pretty properly whipped over the top of that first drop. Um, and I thought the uh, I I don't I guess it was a stall or it was like a slow roll or whatever. But that one where you do over the hill where you're hanging upside down, that's probably honestly the most hang time I've experienced on a coaster. So I had a lot of fun with that. Oh yeah, the the. Uh, the... The 180 degree stall over the hill is yeah, my favorite part of the ride. Yeah, that's that that was incredible. There's there's nothing like else quite like that at Six Flags right now either. So like that that the you know the again sort of muted because of the restraints, but like still pretty strong airtime coming over the first drop. Um, it's like you know it's a fun ride and, and people. It's clearly like it is connecting with people. It's not like it's already forgotten. It's in like a weird. Like you said, it's kind of like buried almost like behind the river rapids and, and like nitro in there. But, um, you know, the line got pretty bad. People seem to be aware of it. It seems to already have a pretty good reputation. So I would say like that's like the silver lining for them this year because, yeah, it's definitely been a bad year. Yeah. And uh, what did you think of the uh, how the seats were on that? I, 
I thought it was like it it like felt kind of um weird at first i guess that type of restraint i'm still not that, that used to that that seems to be like a newer development in roller coasters is like the it's like mostly the lap bar but it does have the straps um i felt like the seat in general was like comfortable enough um you know the trains are weird obviously being the like single file it's like a different experience to not have anyone directly next to you it's kind of like a very 21st century thing like you're alone even on the roller coaster <laughs> um and yeah. it's it's a single rider's dream there was like um you know like if you're if you're at the park alone you know you have literally no friends who will go on roller coasters with you you'll feel a little bit less weird doing that um if you're on jersey devil because everybody's kind of alone in that single file <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to like like squeeze in with like a like a mom and dad and their one kid yeah yeah you don't do have that. to see happy friends or happy families you can just like focus purely focus in on the coaster it's a good autist coaster honestly <laughs> <laughs> it. yeah that's all that matters you get the autism <clears throat> it's just you and the ride you and the ride exactly I, i've heard a couple complaints and it's something i do kind of get about the way your legs have to be when you sit on it. Cause like, like you said, it's like a single, it's like a lap bar that comes down over your head and it has like straps made of like the material, like the seat belt on a school bus is made. Yeah. Of. It felt like a seat belt. And, uh, but like, so like the lap bar makes you put your feet close together, but mm-hmm. the only place for you to, I mean, sorry, it makes you put your knees close together, but the only thing, only way that you can put your feet is wide, far apart. Mm-hmm. So you kind, you kind of, I feel like you kind of sit a little bit awkwardly on that. I've heard a couple of people complain about that. Like when I was, like a, when I was there, like one of my friends had to like stop to like stretch after he got off. Yeah, I could see it maybe being a problem if you were like going on it again and again. But to me, it wasn't like it's a short ride. It really does. Mm-hmm. Like because it whips through that layout, it doesn't last very long. It burns very bright, but not for very quickly. So um, it's like you know, it's like a very tight two minute song or something. Like it's it's just like. It doesn't, there's no fat on the Jersey Devil coaster. Yeah. It's a very lean mm-hmm. experience. It's just like only the good parts, airtime, you know, whippy inversions. Um, and then it's, it's really over, like, not before it got started, but like, you know, it, it's as long as it should be. Cause I feel like if it was a lot longer, like, that would kind of beat you down. Is uh, it's not necessarily rough. It's just like, it is intense. Yeah. No, it's like a punk song. It's just like, it mm-hmm. whips through. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Black Flag song. Yeah, gives exactly. Your, gives your, yeah, it gives your heart racing for two minutes and you're done. Yeah. Um, yes. But I, I kind of like where it's positioned in the park over uh, by Nitro because I feel like right now those, in my opinion, are the two best rides in the park. Um, and in the morning when I went, I was able to get on both of them very easily. Um, and they were right there and it was easy to get re-rides on Nitro. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a great addition. If they had El Toro running, they would be looking a lot better but as a park you know it's like they can keep their head above water with this it's sort of like when a team has like hopes of a championship and they just like got a good draft pick but then the star player gets hurt and the draft pick has to like carry more of the load than you'd expect that's sort of what's going on with great adventure right now but he's like he's you know first team all rookie jersey devil coaster so yeah (laughs) it's a zion williamson Mm -hmm. yeah it's like the star prospect everyone's like looking after and absolutely high hopes. Yeah. And, and and a very good first season based on my ride. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if there is a problem, it's like a capacity thing. But again, if El Toro's operational, there probably are gonna be fewer people just like hanging around Jersey Devil the whole time. So um, right. cause like yeah, like I said, that that whole other side of the park is kind of dead. So everybody was like all you know, by the afternoon, everybody had kind of migrated over to the area where Nitro and Jersey Devil are, and it just, it did start to swell up. But Nitro is like, I don't know, it's like Magnum or something where, like, I I don't 
see how it could have a huge line. Like it has like, you know, switchbacks in the queue or whatever. Like it, they're prepared for a long line, but the longest I think it was was at 15 minutes, um, just because they Damn. those train those trains That's are huge crazy. and they were loading it. Yeah, I mean, like Nitro is the people's coaster. Everybody wants to go on it, but everybody can go on it. Like I I have not. Uh, you know, in this visit, it didn't seem like Nitro was getting overloaded, even though a ton of people were like in that part of the park. But that, that's because B uh, B and M, the mm-hmm. company, the, the uh, Swiss company that made, made uh, they made Nitro it, in Great Adventure. They made Nitro, Batman, and mm-hmm. Bizarro, and Green Lantern and Superman. Mm-hmm. It, aside from Superman, they know what they're doing with making high capacity coasters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, it is, like, that's that's the thing with uh, Six Flags Great Adventure. It's, like, it is, like, a trip through the golden years of, like, B&M coasters. Uh, that's, like, most of what they have is, like, a lineup of basically every different type of those you can want. And, honestly, the weakness there, to me, kind of feels like Batman the Ride. Like, Batman the Ride really, like, I got on it again, and I was like, you know what? Maybe it was so long ago. Maybe it really isn't, like, that underwhelming. But it's, like, it's good while it lasts it's just way too short it's like the what that ride is just like compressed down for some reason and um also like the weight in that area where you have to like go through the corrugated metal structure or whatever of like i don't know what the fuck that's supposed to be it's like seemingly themed but it's also made of like shed material it's like the hot box in a southern jail or something (laughs) um and it was like even at 10 30 a.m it was like roughly like 110 degrees inside that (laughs) being there on the side being in that like like you said that corrugated steel tunnel on a summer day it's like like being in a freaking oven yeah I don't That's understand brutal. why. Like, if that were me, I would just be like, "Get, can we get rid of one of these walls? Like, I know it might, like, you know, affect the immersive Batman theme or whatever, but honestly, the thing doesn't really, like, it doesn't seem to get much of a line anymore. It's just, like, that part you'll wait in the hot metal tunnel, and then, then you get on the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, like, that, that alone makes it kind of not worth it, because the ride, yeah, it's over before it starts. I do really like the first loop on Batman the Ride, though, because it's, like, a little too small for how big the hill is, and you, like, go through it kind what I would say is, like, kind of fast, especially when it seems compared to, like, how they make those coasters later on, seeing as this is, like, an older inverted coaster or whatever. Um, I, I like that first loop, but, like, everything after that, it's, like, it happens so fast, it's already over. I wish there was kind of, like, it feels like there needs to be, like, an extra second half on that ride or something. Oh, Wait, definitely, it's definitely, yeah. like, one that they designed that they could put it in any park because yeah. al- almost every Six Flags park has or used to have a uh, Batman the Ride mm-hmm. clone. And like that's because it, it has a small footprint. It's like really compact and they can just stick it in any of their parks where they had the square footage for it. Yeah. But the uh, <laughs> you you said I don't know what it's supposed to be themed to. I've, I've heard conflict, conflicting reports. I don't ever remember it being like this, but I've had multiple people say that... Uh, they swear they remember it like it, it used to be supposed to be themed as a sewer, like the queue was you're going through the Batman sewers. Oh, I can kind of see that, yeah. And they they, they claim it, multiple friends claim that they they remember there were like toilet flushing sounds <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on this on this like, they were like 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 drip like you know dripping atmospheric noises and like toilet flushing sounds in that that like super hot tunnel. Mm-hmm. But I I don't remember that, so I can't uh, I, I can't endorse that uh, that claim. Yeah, it's, exactly. It, it, like it's it's solid enough, and I could imagine like 
you know, I don't know, a lesser Six Flags park where that's like one of the better things to get on. But at Great Adventure, there are like other similar but better things like Bizarro. You know, if you want to invert, like I think Bizarro is the best um, of the bunch at Six Flags. I, that was what I thought last time, you know, 10 years ago, the last time I went um, this time, I was like, OK, this is still like one of the best rides of the park, although it's showing its age a little bit like it looks older. It kind of like felt a little shakier maybe than I remember. But, you know, these are all minor things because it's still like pretty overall smooth. Um, and like, yeah, that's another great loop. Great loops, uh, like great first loops on those B&Ms at Six Flags oh, Great yeah. Adventure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Even the one on Green Lantern was fun because that's before the headbanging really starts. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, Green Lantern beats the hell out of you. Green yeah. Lantern is, is just like getting your ears boxed. It's like you're in some sort of like British preparatory school and you've like, uh, <laughs> like pissed off the prefect and he's just boxing your ears in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just being beat into submission. And kneeing you in the balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how uncomfortable that ride is and that like everybody like the ride stopped and like we heard it like on the train that like came into the station and everybody got off was like ah ouch and then like we got off the train and was like, damn that hurt like, yeah it just kicks your ass which is yeah. pretty funny um but you know it could be something great it's like the second half of it sucks because it's just ow 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 like your head banging back and forth but like the first drop is great. That turnaround before the pre-drop, like when you're turning around standing up, that actually was like scarier than I anticipated. It kind of felt like it was dumping you out of the train. I wasn't so sure of my own footing up there. Um, and then that loop is like a very nice big loop um, with good good positive G's on that. Um, but yeah, like the the whole everything after the loop, honestly, it just like kind of sucks ass. Yeah, I mean they've done, at other Six Flags parks, they've converted their standups to. Uh, sit downs like you mm-hmm. know they, they they bit the bullet saw that nobody right nobody rides stand-ups because like 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 you said like when you're standing up straight the harness has to the harness over your shoulders has to be like right next to your head because it can't just be you know flush against your shoulders like yeah. when you would be sitting down mm-hmm. so at any time that you're going through turns your your head's rattling between them your ears are getting your ears are banging against this hard rubber restraint Right and uh, like it's like a unique experience to go through a go through a giant loop while standing up straight. Yeah, but it like your legs are like all whenever there's these positive G. Uh, is it, I, don't, I always get it mixed up if it's positive or negative G forces when you're feeling heavier than gravity. Oh, uh, that's positive. Okay, so when you're experiencing these positive Gs, like normally, like you feel that like if on a sit down coaster, you feel that on your whole body. And it's thrilling because it you know it feels like you're in a space shuttle launch and you're pressed against the seat but when you're standing up it's just like it's like putting on a heavy backpack for a little bit like your legs just hurt because all that pressure of gravity is going against your legs i i thought it was it was weird but i did think that was kind of a cool experience and i sort of wish that the layout was more like big drawn out elements like that where you're like it like takes a long time to go through it but it's less whippy like anything that whipped around in green lantern that's that was a head banging like situation so the the big loop was kind of nice because even though yeah it does sort of feel weird to feel all that pressure in your like calves or whatever when you're going around the big loop I, that was honestly preferable to everything else um, and it w- it was kind of unlike anything I had experienced that was my first ever stand up coaster so mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean Green Lantern yeah what can I say it's like everybody forgets it's there uh, it <laughs> seems partially themed to like his like backstory as a fighter pilot or whatever I don't know anything about the Green Lantern but. Yeah, me um, neither. It, it seems like an excuse for it to just be in the parking lot and have gravel everywhere. Um, <laughs> it's it's hot as hell over there. Also, like that is a that is a place where like 
you know, don't go ride that if you've already been feeling like kind of like, oh, I need to sit down. I need some water. Like that's just going to make you feel worse. Um, you'd be better off. Yeah, I don't know. Staying in the part of the park where there's some sort of trees. Oh, yeah. They, that, that whole area of the park, like once you like go past the carousel and there's uh-huh. the midway. Like if you walk into the midway, shade is at a premium. In oh, that yeah. Whole it's, area. It, it's not there. And, and I, I did like that part of the park, though, the like midway. I hadn't really like paid attention to that on my last visit. It, it does like a lot of it feels very old. Like inside, it wasn't like that. But like the, place, the eating area that's like set up like that old ice cream parlor or whatever. And it like looks like it's made out of desserts. It has like a very like, I don't know, family friendly park built in the late 70s, early 80s kind of vibe, which is like what that area, I suppose, is. Um, I, totally that that ice cream parlor like that's like shaped mm-hmm. like a big ice cream sundae yes that's like that's like the most roller coaster tycoon yes stall <laughs> yeah, it really is in, yeah. like in any park i've ever been to where it's li- like the food stall is literally just shaped like the food that they're selling uh yeah I, that 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 was a big plus for me although once i got inside and realized getting a diet coke was going to be seven dollars that was <laughs> that was a minus yeah. Ooh. That's rough. That's Six Flags for you. I gotta, yeah. I gotta do a comparison here because you know, uh, you know, we gotta shit on Six Flags, and I gotta up yeah. Oh yeah. The turkey legs at Six Flags are seventeen dollars. That is more than oh. ten ten dollars more than what they cost at Knobles. Oh my mm. god. Not not even more than double. More and I, I I didn't touch it, but like I can guarantee you that the turkey legs are not good. Uh, in the oh, way yeah. that they are at Knobles, because like you know, they're just being made in like an industrial kitchen. You can see the smoker at Knobles. It's like some guy just like set it up or something. Yeah, some barbecue pit master mm-hmm. just like going to town. I mean, I, I've I've never been to Knobles, but I've I've had ter- I've had turkey legs at at Disney World. Yeah, and that and at and at Ray Adventure. I can say it's the same animal, both being deep fried. I'd say they're comparable. It's still, both of them. It's it's a turkey leg, but for some reason it still tastes kind of like hot dog meat. <laughs> it's, uh, it's okay what they what they don't have at six flags though and what they didn't have at my last visit to Knobles either to be fair and i think it was a covid thing is the weird half filled up condom with a hole in it that has bourbon glaze inside of it um that you can put <laughs> what? In. it's like what it's like an up, it's like an upside <laughs> it's an upside down bottle but it seems like the bottle just leaks and they're like that's okay we'll just put a condom on it and then Ugh. you kind of like milk this condom for the bourbon. It's like a very strange <laughs> condiment. They just, is this, they put is the this condom something you condiment. eat, or is this like is this like the ketchup dispenser at the restaurant, or is right. this something it's, you buy? It's like the ketchup dispenser by the turkey leg stand, or where it used to be at Knobles, but it was yeah, it was just like how they handled the sauce. I think the ketchup and mustard used to be like that too, but I, it seems like sauces everywhere, like fixins bars, all of that has been changed. We, you know, the, the new normal never, we, we got a new normal there and not the old normal. And I don't know what, where any of the sauces are anywhere. You know, you, you want your bourbon glaze on your turkey leg. It's chaos. They, I don't even know if they have it. So I can't necessarily take, hold that against Six Flags of Knobles themselves. Doesn't really have that option anymore. But that, that did take the turkey leg from like great to like fantastic. Yeah, no, it, ups, it upgrades it for sure. It's a very nice yeah. sauce. Mm-hmm. Plays yeah, well with the smokiness. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I still can't wrap my head around the the dispenser you've described. That sounds, that sounds like you're like so. So it's like you're milking a lot, like an animal to get basically. The yeah, out. it's yeah. like an udder of of. <laughs> yeah, you're milking it. You're milking a cow for. Yeah, and everybody who goes to Knoebels seems to know how to do it. So like, <laughs> I guess it's just like yeah. the, far- the farm boys of Pennsylvania are like, you know, look, country boys make do. This is how we get our bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're already used to it. 
That's so that is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> you would not expect that. It's kind of like a shock to you in the first year. It's, it's a magical place. It really is. Yeah. It cannot be beat. All right. So did you ride the runaway mine train? The I oldest did not. Coast Guard... Okay. That's the I oldest one at the park. But... It is. And I saw it running, which to me was kind of good enough having been on the Cedar Point mine train. I wasn't really impressed. But I, I looked at it and... The sense I got is that um, it does move a little faster, or at least it appears to be moving a little faster than um, the mine train at Cedar Point. But, you know, these these things, like, it's all about the scenery, which I was kind of impressed. They had, like, a lot of trees. They, they look pretty well manicured. Um, it, seemed like, it seems like you could buy the illusion that you're almost in nature when you're on it, even though it's, like, so kind of in the middle of the park or whatever. Um, yeah, the mine train looked kind of cool, but I didn't go on it because, uh, again, we were just trying to leave that area. That area is very dead now. Um, we went on Bizarro, and then it was like, all right, well, let's just head back because we're, you know, there's not much to do over here. Right. Yeah, it's just, like, kind of boring and, mm-hmm. yeah, nothing of interest. I I actually went on the Sky Train for the first time yesterday. Oh. Because like the, the first time I went to – unless I, unless I went on it, like, the first time I went to Great Adventure when I was like a little kid, and uh-huh. I mean that, that's pretty likely because like number one, that was probably like at that time that was probably the only ride that was there when my parents were when my parents went there when they were kids that was still there. So they yeah obviously would have wanted to go on it. Also, it would have been one of the few things I was, you know, like tall enough for and had a short enough weight to get on. Mm-hmm. But the uh, it I, I went on, for, on it for the first time yesterday. That for what is ostensibly a family coaster, that was pretty rough. What the uh, mine the mine train? It, yes, just I think just because it's older, like all mm-hmm. the and like when you read about how, like these old like, the every roller coaster today is like completely designed as a computer, and they yeah. have the, the, the like the, all the measurements for the parts and like the tra- transitions from element to element is all like super precise. But back then it was like they would build, they would build. It sounds like they would build roller coasters like in roller coaster tycoon <laughs> like there'd be like you know like the, here's the right turn here is the leading into a hill uh-huh here is the exiting a hill so like all all of like the like anything other than going straight just kind of went from right from what it was right into a turn so they mm-hmm. like like after the drop and then into the airtime hills is all uh just feels very abrupt mm-hmm. <laughs> like that like that's what like that that's one that's like even though it's a kitty coaster, you kind of almost like ride it like you're you're bracing yourself. Yeah. Um. It it like you could tell from like where it goes into the brake run that it kind of like slams into those last brakes, which is something that like I think a lot of people probably don't like, but I think that's actually kind of fun when you're like going a little too fast into the ending brake run and then like you get really slammed with that all that friction right there. As long as you don't bang your head on anything, I that's <laughs> honestly not too bad. Uh, yeah, and it makes sense. And it, it being it being a kiddie coaster, the uh, it, it's also just fun going on it because even though it's like a like, like I, I made it sound like it's uh like like a tor- torturous machine or anything, but no, it's it's like a roller co- roller coaster for kids. It doesn't go that fast, doesn't drop from that high, but because it's for kids, there's a lot of like a lot of like terrified screaming kids uh-huh. and like and laughing parents on it, mm-hmm. which is yeah. fun. Well, that's, I mean, that is a big part of the, uh, the joy of some rides is like seeing other people's reactions to it while you're on it or while you're waiting for it or after I was having a lot of fun, uh, 
not just going on Joker, but hanging out around Joker. That's where the smoking area is in the park. Um, and you see, like, like I saw often a dad just like making fun of his son for being scared, even though his son was like ten, and he was just like, "You were like, mama, mama, you were crying, like, <laughs> just absolutely roasting his kid for being terrified." Made him go on. He's getting shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Father son moment. Some some very stuck up, very you know suburban white doozies will tell you that the 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 guests at Great Adventure detract from the experience. They make the experience. Great Adventure is such a the people that go there. It's so New Jersey, and I just love how fuck like there's this great sense of like look, we as a group of of individuals or as as wh- whoever's here, we will enforce the rules that matter. The ride operators make sure no one fucking dies, and if anybody. <laughs> cuts like if you tried to cut someone at line a great adventure they'd throw hands like you're gonna try oh. to cut, cut a puerto rican <laughs> family in line like a good fucking luck pal yeah. like, wait, wait. grandma abuelita really throwing hands at you i i, I, feel I saw like, so much line cutting see when I i've been there this summer I, I i didn't that wasn't my experience again i am i'm a line avoider i don't wait in a line that's really bad so i feel like the craziness comes out when it's like people have been waiting more than an hour and they start trying to do something you know they try to break society's rules become the joker themselves I don't know. <laughs> but I, for me it was it was not a problem and i got the sense in the lines that i was waiting in that like we were secure we had we had angry you know hot tired dads in line who were not about to let some teens cut in front of them well the, the only days i've been able to go this summer uh have been saturdays and sundays so i've okay. seen like every day i've been there have been like big, bigger crowds than there would be on a weekday naturally yeah. The, the weekday experience was very good. It, like, the last mm-hmm. time I had been was on a weekend, and this it's like, it totally changed my impression on the park. I had kind of a middling negative impression on it back then. I would say now, like, I like Great Adventure. I'm excited to go back at some point. Um, just because, but I would go on a weekday, because it, it, it really did make all the difference. Yeah, like, that's the thing I'd really, like, it, for, for any park that's, like, not something that you would book a whole vacation for, like, uh-huh. uh, like, like Orlando, or, like, if you're, go, like, traveling to california and want to have a day at magic mountain or something like that i'd re- like if if you live within reasonable driving distance of a park just get the season pass because if, especially if you can only go on weekends mm-hmm. like, like that you don't have this pressure of like okay well if i didn't i don't go on everything i wanted to go on this trip i like wasted my money yeah but like you I, know if you, if you go there on a bet ba- if you go there on a bad day for crowds you don't feel like you totally got gypped we got there at about 10 a.m. and I think within the first 90 minutes, I like we got on six or seven coasters. So like, the, like I've never had a stretch like that where it's like walk on to this, walk on to that. And you know, not all of them were good. Uh, I wasn't super impressed with either the indoor Wild Mouse, the Dark Knight, or uh, Skull Mountain. Both of those are man. They talk about like not filling the room with theming when it seems like there's going to be something in there. <laughs> oh, I, I can, I, I'd like to talk about their, the, the strange indoor coasters of mm-hmm. Great Adventure. They're very odd. They're both, it's odd to have both of them, and then they're both kind of strange in their own way. Mm-hmm. Which ones are they? So it's Skull Mountain and uh, what is the other one? It's like the Dark Knight. Is that just what it's called? Uh, well, it, yeah. it's, it, it's the most confusing thing ever because in the park right next to each other, they have Batman the Ride, which yeah. opened in the 90s. And it, that's the like outdoor B&M inverted coaster we were talking about. Right next door to it is an indoor roller coaster called the Dark Knight Coaster. And it's it's a wild mouse, but it's like the the Dark Knight brand to me sounds scarier and tougher than just Batman. Like I would think Batman the Ride 
would be like the themed experience where you're like hearing the Joker laugh or whatever. And then like the dark Knight would be something where you're like, I don't know, going through an intense zero G roll or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the, the dark Knight coasters themes to the, uh, like the Christopher Nolan movies. Yes. And, and it, 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 it has to... the, uh, what's his name? The fucking guy who plays, uh, Harvey Dent. Um, Aaron Eckhart. It has like the intro in the line area where you see him on screen, like fielding questions from the Gotham city press about like, I don't know, the Joker's demands. I don't even, I, I didn't even catch what the <laughs> fuck he was talking about, but they kind of have you captive in there. Like they let a certain amount of people in the line, close the doors, turn the lights off. You watch like, and then it's like, of course, interrupted. The Joker interrupts the presentation. And then, then you get on a train, which is like themed like, oh, you're now you're just getting on the subway. So it's, you know, it, I guess it look, it's, yeah, the carts look like an actual look like broken up subway trains. It's yes. like if it weren't for if you go further down that dead that DC dead end of the park where you can go on the the Justice League shooter dark ride. Uh huh. It's the it is like a surprisingly highly themed ride. Like it's a Six Flags ride with a pre-show. Yeah, that that was surprising. I was not expecting that. Uh, having not been on it before, I was like, okay, I assume this will just be like because I went on Skull Mountain before it, and I was like, I assume this will be the same deal where it's just like there is nothing. There, there's a lot of like pre-ride theming, but then when you're in it, it's like you know, there's like the buildings or whatever. You hear a Joker's laugh, but like there's not. It. I feel like a Wild Mouse in the Dark doesn't work fundamentally. That was my issue with it. Is mm-hmm. that. A wild mouse, you're supposed to feel like you're going over the edge, and then you don't. If you don't see the edge, that's actually not very scary, and you just kind of feel like you're being jerked around in the dark. Strange ride. No, it, it really is, and especially because it has, like, it, it, like the, the whole, th- like you said, the whole thing's indoors in the dark, and, like, instead of, like, a normal wild mouse, like, it, it be, you can see how high off the ground you are, so when you go on these turns and, like, you careen over these hairpin turns, it's mm-hmm. scary because it feels like you're going to fall from that height. Yeah. Like, when you're in the dark, it's just, like, you're going on down these hallways really fast, and they have all these statues. Like, there's a statue of of uh, Christian Bale Batman, a bunch mm-hmm. of statue of Joker goons from The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. and uh, towards the end, a statue of the Joker, of, of the Heath Ledger Joker. But all the statues are, like, so poorly lit now because Six Flags doesn't maintain anything. Yeah, I didn't even notice them. <laughs> you can't even see them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even pay attention to them. <laughs> And the, what's also weird about the Dark Knight coaster is it has the, it has the same gag that's in the the new like the newer Justice League Dark Ride like further down the lane from it, uh-huh. where like at the very end of the coaster like when you're pulling into the brake run, like, r- directly to the right of your train a uh, subway train, like its lights. It, mm-hmm. It's headlights light up and it makes a really loud car honking noise to like kind of give you one last like jump scare before you get off the ride. Didn't get me. I was prepared for it. You, you can hear it in the station when you're waiting for you to get on the ride. And I was like, oh, some shit's going to honk at you at the very end. And I, it was like, oh, called it. Not scared. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bad ride. Yeah. No, and they, it, the, the Justice League Dark Ride, which, it, uh, Mert, did you go on that when you were? No, I didn't. I did not. It's, it's pretty neat. It's like, I'd say it's on par. Like, if if it was in if it was in something like Universal, it would it would be a it would be on par with like the Jimmy Fallon ride at Universal if okay. they put it in that park. <laughs> which is, an app comparison. <laughs> no, which is a, somehow an actual thing. They made a a ride about Jimmy Fallon. Are you kidding? I'm gonna check this out. It's oh called God. the it's called the race with the race through New York with Jimmy Fallon. Oof! Oh my! It's God. like a simulator or something. 
They... <laughs> I could not so... think of a more annoying person to have a coaster based out. <laughs> Does he like break the coaster? Like at some point, he like interrupts the thrills to laugh, and like oh, they can't, they, yeah. like, can't do the scene. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I haven't I haven't been to Universal since that opened, but I've it, from people who've been on it, I've heard it's just like that. The, the consensus I've gotten is like, why, why does Jimmy Fallon have a ride? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I would have asked before. I, um, I can't imagine, like, I would get off that ride and be like, oh, now I understand why Jimmy Fallon has his own ride. <laughs> <in the studios." laughs> yeah, so I'm looking at the Wikipedia for it, and they recreated Dirty Rockefeller Plaza to make it look like the actual, like, studio he does it in. Yeah. So it looks like a, basically an old-looking building in the park which is kind of boring, in a sense. Wait, so, so that's only cool if you, if you work at Jimmy Fallon's show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool! This place looks just like work. Yeah. They really, yeah, they they really cool. got it yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, is where I go to work every day. I'm gonna like, go on a ride. Now. Yeah, I can't think but, of like, more who else would get like, that construction. Yeah, that yeah. is. Make uh, it look like a soundstage. Like, give me a break. I mean, I mean, the the studio. Every like park that says studios, like all all the Disney parks are like yeah. Hollywood Studios or D- Disney Studios or the Universal Studios parks. They they like they found like the cheat code for making what is t- technically an accurately themed land on a cheap budget is mm-hmm. to just say that this park is like Walt Disney Studios. So like e- every ride building is just a giant tan building yeah. with a ride inside of it that's really cheap to make but no it fits the theme because you're supposed to be in a fake movie studio yeah mm-hmm. uh, good yeah it's, like, it, it's it's very lazy um but uh, it not really nothing compares to the laziness on display of the theming of six flags though uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> skull skull mountain is the other one i wanted to talk about because i was excited to get on this because it's like a quirky weird indoor coaster the structure is really cool it's got like the skull with the waterfalls coming out of it also coming out of its eyes which makes it look like it's crying and i feel like it's crying because it's very neglected inside on the actual <laughs> roller coaster part like you you go through like this area as you're like going up to the lift hill and it's like black curtains and i was like okay i assume this is you know keep it dark inside it's i didn't expect anything to be there and then it's like uh, the ride starts and i'm like all right there's probably gonna be some like lights or some paper mache skulls even like you know standard like you know dark ride kind of skull there's nothing in there you're just in the dark on like you know like a boardwalk kind of coaster like a 40 foot sort of thing um the drop in the dark i guess would be scary ish if you're not in the front row which i was um but i can i could sort of see the tracks so i knew when it was coming um there's one skull at the end and it doesn't move or anything and it's just like <laughs> a, it looks like a like a um, like a baby, but it's huge and it's a skeleton. <laughs> no, it, it it's totally just like it. Like they went to Spirit Halloween and bought like <laughs> yes. gi- giant skull and put a black but, light on but it. But just, just one, and the, yeah, there was yeah, no black one. light on it when I was on it. It was just like you could sort of see it from like the light coming into the building. Oh wait, so so, so that was off when you went on it. Yeah. Okay. It, like, what? it didn't even seem like the ride was open when we walked into it. There was like <laughs> nothing. No one didn't didn't see a soul. We walked up. There's just like an empty train sitting there and like a ride op kind of like chilling and we were just like is this get on and it was just like, you know you go on a coaster like basically alone like no one no one knows that that's an operational ride i think like i don't think anybody gives a shit about it it is it's sad to see the skull on the skull mountain is, is crying for a reason for sure yeah it's crying no, for help no and 
What's even more pathetic is that there used to be one more black light prop in there. That I guess the bulb, I guess like the bulb died. They didn't want to like run to Spencer's gifts to get another black light bulb. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they, they, there, there, there was in like one of the, in one of the things when you go through a curved drop, you go past a jack o' lantern, and when I when I wrote it yesterday, it uh, like we we went past the jack o' lantern, but like I I could only see it because like I was thinking like we're. Like, where the hell is the pumpkin? And, yeah. and, and, and like, I looked at it, like, oh, I saw it. It's just sitting here in the dark. Oh, so but I could still kind of see it. because, Yeah, no, I could still see it, but, like, there's no lights on it. And I could still see it because, like, the, the whole thing with the indoor coaster is it's dark, so it's more thrilling, and you can't see the turns coming. There's, like, so much light leaking into there. Yeah, yeah. It's not, mm-hmm. like, a perfectly controlled dark environment at all. You know, it's, it's definitely, like, j- just corrugated steel walls with like yeah. uh with a plaster mountain facade on the front mm-hmm. because like that you could just see it's just like a concrete dirt dirty concrete ground like i yeah. can see i could see a ladder on the ground uh-huh. <laughs> yeah inside the building it just it does it. sort of look like you're just like coasting through like a job site or something like it's yeah. not it's not really like yeah it's not really anything i had one of my followers replied to me when i, I posted about skull mountain on thursday or friday and said like oh look at like I wonder if, like, something about the pumpkin being in there. And yes. I got off the ride. I was like, where's the damn pumpkin? I heard there was going to be a pumpkin on this thing. I just yeah. saw one fucking skull. Didn't realize it was still in there. I assumed Six Flags had, like, sold the pumpkin for scrap. To <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Like, like some, cut some, the park. Yeah. Yeah. So, some, guests got too, some guests got too scared during yeah. Flight Fest <laughs> and, like, like, kicked over a prop pumpkin. So, like, oh, we got, we got, we got the one in Skull Mountain. Just take that one. Yeah. yeah. That's easy enough. <laughs> um, so I guess really the last ride that I do want to talk about for my experience, which was one that I honestly didn't necessarily plan to even get on was Joker, which because that really doesn't appeal to me. I don't like spinning in any direction really. Um, and I don't like going backwards, which when you, you're free spinning on a coaster like Joker, going backwards for some period of time. Um, and what I have to say is that is actually truly a twisted ride. It is, it is, it is like, it is also well-themed because that, that is the kind of ride the Joker would come up with. It's like, once you like, there's like a release, the vertical lift hill where you're going up where like it frees your seats to start swinging. Once that seat started swinging, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck did I just do? Because it's like more than any other ride I've ever been on. You just feel like the restraints alone are keeping you in the seat and there's not anything else. It's not like there's any forces keeping you seated there you're just like at the mercy of these of the like you know the like uh over the shoulder restraints or whatever to keep you to keep you seated and it kind of the whole ride experience is sort of like being jumped like you just like (laughs) you like sort of see what's going on it looks like your head's gonna hit a pole it's kind of like um you know that uh pepe meme where like he's like rearing back for a big punch like if you were to just like (laughs) it it looks like like joker is just gonna sucker punch you in the face Um, yeah Re- replace that replace the like the giant uh stand the, that giant flat standee they have the joker mm-hmm. holding a bunch of playing cards with that with that uh pepe jpeg yeah <laughs> <laughs> um that'd be awesome but it, it it's it like i would have initially said going in like there's no way i would have fun on that i had a lot of fun on joker i actually i like i don't know that i need to get on another sns free spin or whatever the 4d spin because I, they, 
you know, they're I, all the same. They're all the same. And, you know, they say like, oh, it'll be different every time because of the weight distribution or whatever. I feel like I got the experience, but it was a good experience. It's like one of those things where like, you know, you don't need to ride it again necessarily, but like it was, I'm glad that I did. Oh yeah. And it's, yeah. It, it, it totally gives you that like, that, oh wait, I'm actually going to fall kind of feeling because yes. it's like yes. the, it, what it reminds, it reminds me of like when you're like leaning back in a chair uh-huh. <laughs> would fall out of the chair. It is yeah. the same feeling once that once that but, whatever thing like starts freeing the swinging on the way up. That is the exact feeling. It's like oh it, whoa oh my god. Yeah, and yeah, you get, you get that feel. Yeah, and you get that feeling except you're a hundred feet in the air. Yes. So it's if if Zoom and Jaro on Kingda Ka didn't exist, like the, oh, the giant drop tower attached uh-huh. to Kingda Ka, I would say that's the scariest ride in the park, just because it, it feels the most like oh I'm gonna fall out of this thing. Holy shit! Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could not get me to get on Zubinjaro. I don't like drop towers anyway, so like the tallest drop tower, no thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had no interest. No, they, so, yeah. Zubinjaro, I, I, I can't say I'm a fan of Zubinjaro. That is a ride I really think they, ma- they made. They, they bit off more than they can chew with making a scary ride with that. Yeah. Because like, like with that one, like you're just slowly like rising on like, like an elevator kind of thing. Uh-huh. Like 350 feet in the air. Like that, that's the most scared I get on any, any ride in Great Adventure is on Zoom and Jaro. Oh, I would and, think so. And what, what really sucks about it is that they, they tore down their dueling wooden coaster, yes. Rolling Thunder. Just yeah. not even to make room for Zoom and Jaro because it's just attached to the, uh, the structure of King Ka. To make room for Zumanjaro's giant line that's always empty. Yeah, because people are too scared to get on the damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they're within their right minds to do that. Yeah, that's that's honestly like I think some of the problems at Great Adventure can literally be attributed to like Rolling Thunder not being there. Even if it's like lines get bad at other things. Uh fucking Rolling Thunder was yeah, with it, if, if it was actually racing, which I think when I went it wasn't, but it like in theory could eat a lot of people and it's a ride that everybody can get on. And, you know, even like someone who's really into roller coasters still will, would probably want to get on it at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it feels like, yeah, they were hasty in getting rid of that, especially since, you know, it could have been RMC or whatever, you know, they, oh. they could have kept that thing around. They, uh, they, Twisted a, Thunder. It, there, there's a, there's a lot of rumors about why they didn't like our, uh, do a Rocky Mount construction steel uh, hybrid coaster conversion where they just take an old wooden coaster and make it one of their uh, hybrid steel and wood coasters where they add the steel track and put inversions and make it make it more intense. It, apparently, it been like, yeah, it could have been like Twisted Colossus. So, yeah, no, they, they apparently RMC did look it over with them because like they like Six Flags like when our and. They, they they tore down Rolling Thunder in 2013. At that mm-hmm. point, there were only I think four RMCs in the country. Yeah. I think, and they, so it was still early out. And they had, a, and at that point, they must have been talking with Rocky Mountain Construction, saying, "Okay, well, like here's all our parks with like moldy old woodies. Like, what what can you do to them?" And they looked at Rolling Thunder and said, "Like you you guys haven't taken good enough care for of this coaster. Like Damn. we would basically have to rebuild the whole thing." <coughs> yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, you it's, hate to hear it. I mean, but th- th- that makes sense because, like, there, it, it's clearly like a park that is in a slow state of decay, and it, it feels much more like that with that El Toro around. Interesting, yeah, because it has such a reputation around it that it's like one of the best parts of the East Coast. Yet it's kind of declining in a sense. Yeah, like, I, I, at least this huge. summer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it it got beat up this summer, um, and yeah, I mean, having Jersey Devil is great, but it's it's still like a long way from 
you know, you can't even put it in like the discussion of, you know, top parks in America or whatever right now without El Toro running. Um, right. Or, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's an injured, beat up park right now. Uh, now, and with, with the trouble, with the troubled history, I mean, like, like, there aren't a lot of old rides at Great Adventure, which I think is interesting. I think there's like, the, there's like the log flume, runaway train, and the Congo Rapids. Yeah. And uh, did, did you go on the Congo Rapids when you went I there? I did, and I didn't even get wet, which, like, I You're don't kidding. know how that happened. No. I had the opposite experience. So we were with two other people, and it's just like, depending on how that raft rotates, we were seated, seated on one side, they were seated on the other. And, like, they got, like, it was, like, waves, like, poured over their head. But, we like, I didn't, my feet didn't even get wet. <laughs> no. Um, so it was just, like, the whole time. You. It was, like, I guess it was, like, the distribution of weight or whatever. They were just, like, facing backwards through all the rapid sections. So they just kept getting soaked. And we were just, like, sitting on the other side dry. Um, oh, dude, I, I was on the opposite end of that, okay. uh, of that, of that, of that situation when I went on Congo, Rap- Congo Rapids uh, yesterday. Like, and... Uh, I think that's just the nature. I don't think Six Flags can be faulted for no, that. I think that's just the nature are. of yeah. the River Rapids rides. But yeah, no, I. That is. Yeah, yesterday was the most wet I've ever gotten on a ride. Like I was, like Damn. soaked through to my socks and my underwear for the huh. rest of the day. Like every, every coaster I rode after that, I left a puddle in the seat. Yeah. <laughs> just, they got swamp ass. You just like sweating up a storm too. That is the. That's the whole point of the rapids ride, generally. Yeah. Is just to like, it's you yeah. ride it at like the peak hotness time of day, and like ostensibly you cool off, but sometimes the water is like kind of warm itself, and it's not even that refreshing. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's why they opened the River Rapids ride at Animal Kingdom because they, they they wanted to make the whole that whole park and that whole Disney park look like an actual like you know jungle. Mm-hmm. So they imported all these uh, you know like like foreign plants that. Act, that like because they're from like you know rainforest and savannas in Africa and all these different exotic places are actually trap heat in the park. Yeah. So it's like the, the hottest part. That's like the hottest park. So they built like a yeah. rapids ride that douses you. But when you're <laughs> when you're in Jackson, New Jersey on a cloudy day, and then you're like, yeah. <laughs> and then you and then you you get off a ride and feel as if you step in the shower with all your clothes on. Uh-huh. It's, it's a bad time. Oh yeah, not a good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> To say the least. Well, it's, it's like uh, one thing I've noticed in like, uh, you know, like looking at up different parks on Wikipedia and whatever is that like every uh, amusement park in England seems to have a rapids ride. And that's just really funny to me that like in England, people would like want to be more wet. Like it rains every day <laughs> there. Like you're going to get on a rapids ride in like driving English rain. <laughs> I, <don't know>. like, <laughs> I think they just they like the, the Congo rapids ride because they can imagine themselves as like getting off the ride and being like dr livingstone i presume like they're doing colonialism on the congo rapids ride <laughs> they're riding the, they're riding the jungle cruise and doing phrenology yeah. on the spear chucking yes. natives <laughs> yes <laughs> i think it just makes them comfortable to have experiences like that in the park the oh, yeah. is subjecting the uncivilized people of earth to british rule mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it, they, I really think like the, the English mind has like a higher capacity for being bothered. That's like, have you ever seen yeah. what the commercials look like for any ride at Alton Towers in yes. England? It's, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> they, they have the like, scariest commercials ever. Yeah, they're all like, yeah. you will experience trauma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's literally it. Like, pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, that like the like the the, the commercial for the uh, their their ride that, I, I, ironically. 
actually gravely injured people, the mm -hmm. Smiler in Alton Towers, it looks like the Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like com compare that to the dancing old guy for Six Flags. It's like, Jesus Christ. I honestly yeah. think if you were at a park in England and, like, you started feeling like your leg was, like, needed to be amputated, you'd be like, is this a part of the ride? Like, it's just like they make it seem like that could happen like a, a, a sicko is going to is going to defile you it's like okay yeah. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. alton tower's new coaster the defiler the new rides in england are, are all called the defiler victims wanted and new rides in america are all like the third ride at the park called superman the ride yeah no it's <laughs> simple they're they're actually called they're actually called Pink Floyd's The Wall the Ride is get abused yeah. by a school teacher in the line yeah, yeah. or uh, <laughs> Pink Floyd coaster like Animal or something like Animal Factory but I, I will Pink say Floyd coaster like rock and roller coaster would be really sick that that, mm -hmm. that probably could work um, for as uh, as sick and depraved as the Brits are they have not had a man climb to the top of the drop tower for whatever reason that guy did that at not <laughs> so all the like cheery you know family friendly marketing doesn't seem to result in like less sicko behavior at the parks like do we know why did he have a political reason for doing this was this like a statement or was he just like i'm just trying to check up out the view up here yo like i i, I don't know if you look at the video he's he, he's not yet yeah, he's I mean, do I want to like ex explain what the uh what the yeah, news story I, there some was of our, some of our listeners may not be familiar with this story uh, not very farm guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's the biggest story in LA right now. Everyone's been talking about it. <laughs> really? right not not very farm has been. Oh, sorry, continue. Oh no, it got a write up in Deadline Hollywood. So I'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna make a movie about this guy. Yeah. 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 I can't wait. He's gonna be famous. Like we're gonna be hearing more about this dude forever. Wait, so. has been having a shitty last seven days. Oh really? yeah. yeah. There was a shooting press. too, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. They shut the park down too. Like. Yeah. He was up there for two hours. Like, he was up there for a while. But I, I, they won't let us hear the reason why. Like, let's hear him out. Why did he go up there? What was you know, like, right. Yeah, like, don't come out in cars. Yeah, I need to know why he was doing this. Cause... I think, is, is it two or 300 feet tall, their drop tower there? 300. Like, yeah, so they have, like, a 300-foot, like, drop tower ride. And yeah, a guy took a guy in the park took his shirt off, just like yep. walked right past security and climbed the <laughs> three hundred foot tall ladder to get to the top of the ride, and like was there until dark until they were eventually able to coerce him to come down or something. Like I yeah, I, if if he had jumped, people would have heard about it. I think yeah, I don't think he yeah, jumped. Oh, I think he got arrested. But yeah, he got arrested. He's in custody right now. And we haven't heard anything yeah. about a, a motive or like, a, you know, I, I want to know why I got I want to get inside this guy's head. I feel like he <laughs> had not necessarily a good reason, but a reason I want to hear for why. He <laughs> that yeah, he I, wanted all the glory of the park, essentially, like he would be I, king of Knott's Berry Farm. I feel like it's California. So he could have just like gotten to the top of that thing and been like, damn, it's vibes up here. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's all it was. Like he was just yeah. like, you know, this would be He's like a chill out. place to smoke, honestly. Yeah, one <laughs> up there. Yeah, you can't smoke in Knott's Berry Farm. Like, there's only oh, yeah. place you can smoke. Yeah, Knott's Berry Farm seems like a place where there's like you know, call the cops types of oh, people. Oh, definitely. Around. Yeah, it's like yeah. they're in Disneyland. You can't yeah, smoke yeah. in the parking lot. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's pretty bad. Um, I mean, like the them it, just like you can buy a Bud Light for twelve dollars and ninety nine cents at Six Flags, like mm -hmm. the 
buying weed for ridiculous prices at theme parks is, has to be the future, right? It, 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 they, it they really do need to adapt because it's, yeah. it's legal in like almost a critical mass of states at this point. And like, mm-hmm. I get that they have these policies as like a chain because they have some parks and states that are where it is legal and somewhere it isn't. But like, you can't tell me that, it, yeah, if Six Flags was ripping people off for like pre-rolls and eights in the park that they wouldn't be making money. And like, I know you motherfuckers like money and you're not making enough of it. Just sell yeah. deeds, dumbass. And then you can have like coaster strains, like you can have the Jersey coaster. Nitro oh, oh, oh. strains, Jersey yeah, like strains. That's, yeah. that's brilliant. We need to get I'm, you in front of their yeah. exact savory. Exactly, yeah. Hell yeah. I have some experience in the weed business. Like I can definitely like persuade them to make their own strains and stuff. We can market this to the coaster uh, yeah. elites. You know the how f- they're going to be on that pack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the packs, yeah. We can sell them about the trunk. But... Yeah. <laughs> or like the Bizarro one, it's like a strong indica that makes you couch. Yeah, walk. Bizarro's yeah. definitely an indica. I agree. It is, yeah. Uh-huh. Jersey Devil Sativa. Yeah, for sure. Batman is a hybrid, I would say. Yeah, I would agree. You're, uh-huh. you're, so far you're you're batting a thousand right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, Mert, Mert, did you have a single line you stood in at? I mean, I understand you didn't stand in a lot of lines because you were yeah. on a weekday, but every time, like, and like I visited like se- several times this summer because, like, like I said, I'm milking that season pass so for all uh-huh. it's worth. Every time I've been in line there, at least once, like you walk through a spot in line, like, oh, someone hit a dab pen here. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And there's signs all over the park that are like, like, uh, marijuana is not permitted on the premises of Six Flags Parks or whatever. And like on the uh, on the Sky Train, we were like approaching, at like you know, sort of in the middle of it, like where you like where you like pass by the other the other side. There's just like a plume of smoke coming out, of <laughs> just cheaping up on the Sky Train, which is like that's a great spot to smoke. And again, like oh, the Sky every, Train's beautiful. Everybody at the park is calling the fucking is calling management on their bluff of like, okay, yeah, you have these rules, but we see how janky all this shit is. You do not, you are not staffed enough to enforce any of these rules. I didn't see. They're not staffed enough to enforce anything. Yeah, they can't. So it's you can do whatever you want. They say don't smoke weed, but like if you can get it in, you can smoke it. So just be smart Mm -hmm. about how you get it into the park, and then you can chief up anywhere. They're not going to be able to stop you. I mean, pretty much. I mean, they. You said. I remember you said that they're not enforcing anything, and I thought it was interesting. You said that you didn't like that people are afraid to line cut. That is not the experience I've had this year at all. I saw I've seen more line cutting this year than ever before. So much so that my like my my, my brother and I, who like him and I have been going a lot this year, uh, made a name for it. They uh, they the uh, we call them the Nitro Ninjas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they we were in line for Nitro and. Uh, like on a weekend, that does have a killer line. Really, like that because the the line for Nitro has a ton of switchbacks, and then it's all like straight lines yeah, at different yeah. angles until you get to the stairs to go to the station. But like, so we were just we just got in line, so like like right at the front, and like these people got behind us and say, like, "Okay, you guys want to do the move? Want to do the trick? Okay," and then turned around like they were literally like right behind us and like looked me in the eyes and said, Oh, Hey man, my brother's up there at the front. Can you please uh, move aside? I need to go get to him. (laughs) (laughs) And, and before he called me a pussy for like not calling his bluff on him, like making up a plan and then trying to fool me right then. No, No exaggeration. 20 to 30 people then walked right past us saying they're looking for a family member right up in the line. Like they came with like a, 
like okay. a ton of people. Yeah, if you, if you, <laughs> yeah. if you cut the line with like a big enough group, you will probably not have any takers on stopping you. I, it's just in my head, it's always like, you know, I'm picturing like two or three teens as they're laughing. And just the lines I saw, I could tell that like, yeah, the exasperated young fathers in line were not going to be having any of that. They were, they were, yeah, you know. It's, it's both sides of the New Jersey scumbag. Like, everybody in New Jersey wants to fight everybody, but also everybody wants to get one over on everybody. So you got a yes. lot of people who would, yep. who would want to cut the line, but you would also have a lot of people who would view that as, like, worth going to jail over is fighting the guy who cut <laughs> yeah. the line six flags. No, and that, that, that's the thing is that, like, the, the Nitro Ninjas, they, they follow a code. And that, we, we, we call them that in line for Nitro. My, my, my brother got all scared because he thought – the first time I said that, he thought I called them something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought you did too. So. Oh, 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 good lord! All right, that's where my mind went. Sadly, I, I, I gotta enunciate. That's what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> no the nin- ninjas, N I N J A. Yes. They, so they, uh, they, they follow a strict code. Like they, again, we saw the same group of people when we were in line for King Daka, and uh, they were starting. They, they, they did the ninja move. And uh, like uh, other like a, a group of like teenagers saw them do that and thought, oh sweet, that's pretty cool. Like we're gonna try to catch up to them and like like jo- join up with this uh, squad of uh, nitro ninjas. So like they they said, oh yeah, no, we're with them, we're with them, we're trying to get up to our my cousin who's up at the front of the line. And then like they walked past everybody, got to where the ninjas were, and said, <laughs> and they they turned around and said, what? We don't know you. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, where are you? T- where are you talking about? Are you try to cut in line. Mm-hmm. Get out of here! What are you doing? And yeah. so then, so then they were stuck in the most awkward spot because they were in the middle of the line, but everyone around them knew that they were cutting. It's, there we and go. if they and right. if they tried to draw any attention to themselves, they would have been you know ejected from the park for lock them out, lock yeah, them back get... out, <laughs> hold the line like it's Spartans hold. <laughs> so you know they, uh, there is still that New Jersey like like man like d- don't don't get in on my shit. Yeah. Like, everybody's trying to undercut everybody, but everybody's also, like, watching, you know, they're watching their, their pockets, their own pockets. Not watching other people's pockets, watching their own shit, making sure no one's coming for them. So, <laughs> I think it's just, like, what what it ultimately probably results in is just, like, there's a lot more yelling at Six Flags Great Adventure than other theme parks. But that's, you know, that's New Jersey, baby. Um, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, yeah, that, that's much more ambient yelling. That's why they play Happy by Pharrell at like yes. 120 decibels in every okay. queue. We got, we got to talk briefly about what the fuck is going on with the music. Because I said, I think I may have said it on the podcast, but I've said multiple times that my memory from going 10 years ago is that they kept playing uh, this that song Tonight Tonight by Hot Shell Ray, which if you're not familiar, go look it up. It's a fucking terrible wah-wah-ass song. Wah-wah. It's just, it sounds, it sounds like something that plays in the wah-wah. It's like there's literally a part of the song where they don't, they just go la-la-la. It's like, the, it, it's, it's aggressively terrible. And I remember it playing everywhere last time. And then I was walking around. I'm like, wait, the, what the fuck? It's uh, Tonight Tonight by Hot Shell Ray is playing. Like, they haven't updated the playlist since the last time I went there. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. you, heard, you heard it this weekend. Yeah. It's a uh, timeless that, classic. That the, the only queue I was in that, like, even Jersey Devil, brand new open, like, you'd think, and they, they put effort into the theming. They have that painting of the, you know, like, the, the house that was on my way to work. Yeah. Like, like, like they... they you think that like the, it would have like either like scary music or like a like a TV like telling the legend of the Jersey Devil? No, it's like it's all pop music. The only one that doesn't have pop music is the, the speakers in the line for Batman, which again that no longer apparently uh, supposedly play toilet flushing noises, but now they just play the score from Tim Burton Batman. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, the, the music they play at Six Flags is, is horrendous. I feel like they should know their audience and it should be like reggaeton and New York City hip hop. <laughs> and like, and, the, and and that would be a more fun experience for everyone there. Like, who is this for? Who wants to hear fucking Tonight Tonight by Hot Shell Ray? Who wants to hear Fireflies by Owl City? Play play some bangers. Put Hot 97 on. Well, yeah. that's what happens when the biggest regional amusement park is not run by people from the region. It's yeah. run by people from Texas. That's and true. That, that's where Six Flags is based out of, right? Texas? Shell, Texas, yeah, yeah. yeah. When Hot Shell Ray is playing at Six Flags Great Adventure, it's also playing at all the other Six Flags parks. Like, it's just like the same playlist, probably. No, exactly like you said like they should play what the people want to hear they, they they think they're playing what the people want yeah, to hear they, they just they have to like yeah pick a midpoint somewhere in the country i guess but look more localization like you've got like local legends with like the jersey devil play some i don't know like look even even if you're going to like force the tvts give us fetty wop give us give us someone <laughs> of our yeah. own you know I, no exaggeration i i gangnam style was playing when i was yes, in the queue yes, for jersey oh my God. <laughs> it was playing when i was in the in the line for uh bizarro i was just like is this fucking gangnam style Dude, like, no, that's, that, yeah. that's 2011 that literally means they haven't updated their playlist in 10 yeah, years yeah I, it's it's like all the songs i remember from going 10 years ago which were current then. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. the music it, it was like uh, is this like an honor of me making a return almost 10 years you're sitting in line and suddenly the, 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 the loudspeakers start playing an episode of Coaster Chat because they know you're there. Yeah. That's the future of this podcast. We want to be blasted over all these yeah. Well, we're probably going to have to start talking a little nicer about Six Flags if we want us to play them. We're the indie podcast. We want all the independent parks to play yeah. us. Yeah. Knobles, oh, Knobles will play Knobles, us because yeah. we, we endlessly hype Knobles, So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's yeah. silver dollar, silver dollar city. Yeah, exactly. Although, yeah, they'll, they'll be playing us there. Yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to curse in Branson, Missouri, though. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, they, they would like, to, like contact Avery and be like, "You owe us uh, eighty dollars for the swear jar." Yeah, <laughs> you said cuss words on your podcast. <laughs> if, they're, if they're in, wait, so Silver Dollar City is in Branson, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so they, if they're going for the right tourist demographic, they'll play like radio serials from the thirties. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know anyone who's gone to like, Branson, Missouri, who's under yeah. sixty. They're playing that and like Mark Levin. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, what was that movie based uh, in Missouri? That one that was nominated for an Oscar, the one with the cops. Oh, the one with Francis McDormand in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, extras from that movie go to that park. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what that movie was even called. I didn't see it, but I yeah. kind of remember that existing. Very little Missouri in our culture in general, and you know what? We can keep we can keep it that way. Forgettable state. <laughs> if if yeah. your if your state is like a few letters away from misery, you gotta yeah. like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, gotta like th- think about what's going on there. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Oh, um, I, I I I know we're going way long, but the oh, uh, it's great. Yeah. I I I, I did want to share an interesting story about Great Adventure. Mm-hmm. Go for it. The, uh, so I, I remember, uh, I think it was in maybe the first episode of Coaster Chat, you guys, uh, you said that a Great Adventure might be cursed for all time because of the 1984 fire. I think mm-hmm. it might be. Yeah. The, There's uh, bad spirits emanating over the park. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, if this season's any indicator, yeah. I mean, they, they had a... a they had a the log flume where like the the one log got this summer the log one log got stuck and the other log came up behind it and crashed in the back of it overturning the one in front and all the people went all the people on both logs went to the hospital yeah and then El Toro derailed like 
permanent, hopefully not permanently crippling yeah, the park, but definitely up. doing it for 2021. Uh-huh. The, uh, so they, uh, back in, it, this is probably the worst summer they've had at Six Flags since 1984, when they, yeah. they had a built haunted castle attraction. Mm-hmm. Where the, it was supposed to be the uh, like like you said in the first episode, it was supposed to be a haunted castle that was uh, had like a plaster facade of a castle, and uh, the inside of it were all interconnected trailers, and uh, with haunted house mm-hmm. decorations and stuff inside. And uh, in the summer of 1984, they uh, there was a fire there, and uh, r- rumor has it that started when. Again, because 1984, no uh, flashlights, no cell phone with a flashlight app. You had like if someone couldn't see where they were going, they pulled out a cigarette lighter. Mm-hmm. So someone pulled out a lighter, and apparently it started a whole fire. And first responders couldn't find where the people were because they uh, all the people blend in with blended in with the animatronic and zombie <laughs> and werewolf dolls and stuff. Mm-hmm. T- yeah. Terrible accident. Like I think six to eight people died is yeah, something like that. Terrible, tra- terrible tragedy. But again, the whole family is from New Jersey. My mother was there at the park that day that that oh, happened. Damn. Jesus. Whoa! Oh yeah, my she, god! She she was there. She she said she was there at the park that day um, on a school trip, and they what? they were they were seeing a band Golden Earring play, and uh, they and. So like smoke start, and again, this is before cell phones, before the internet, before like the minute something happened, everybody knows about it. Uh-huh. Smoke started pouring in from someone's side of the park, and the lead singer of this band was like, "Oh man, who's starting the barbecue?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> yeah, something's cooking over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Goddamn. Yeah. No, it, it was literally like they, they didn't even close the whole park. Well, that's crazy. They, like, that's like, wild. They, they, closed, they closed up the area of the park, and then like they went out the rest of the uh, the field trip that day. And uh, then, like, until everyone got home on the school buses, then the, their parents who had been, like, had gotten home from work, like, I mean, the parents of everybody in that class who was on that trip had, had gotten home from work and, you know, like, was watching the news, was, like, at, at the school, like, oh, my God, thank God you're all here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, there was no way to contact everybody. Uh-huh. So it – yeah, wow. great, 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 great Adventure might, might be cur- cursed of all time, uh, like – for all time, and now oh, now, yeah. they're, now they're reaping what they sowed with the definitely bad yeah. mm-hmm. It it does seem like one of those accidents where like they didn't really know how bad it was until like they were going through the wreckage and they kept finding bodies. No, it, <laughs> that that apparent uh, uh, this is real. Re, this is very gruesome and not funny, mm-hmm. but they like they couldn't tell, like they had trouble identifying bodies because like they were all among like. You know, like life-size dolls of zombies and stuff that were also terribly burnt. I I heard that as well. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. they just like assumed any of the like things that look like a body is like okay, another animatron. It's like wait a second, were there thirty-eight animatrons here? Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's it's so sick. And apparently, this is like the worst part. Apparently, Six Flags uh, came away not guilty in all the lawsuits from that. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Fucking no, they 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 claimed that. they claimed that the building was the building was built before it was a requirement that any public building has sprinklers and the lights come on when there's a fire mm-hmm. and like they, they they combined that with an argument that it was supposed to be a temporary structure and okay. uh either settle out of court or beat in court all the families of the kids who God burned damn. alive in that yeah. fire 
anyway, yeah. wild. <laughs> that's more, more morbid note to go. Yeah, go, go, our go legal system failing us once again in this country. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. you give them Lawsuits. give it enough enough years and like wait until the families are like you know have not been heard from in a long time or whatever, and then you know like I don't know if Six Flags is still around somehow like thirty years from now they'll just be like on Fright Fest directly referencing it as, like, a scary thing that happened. It's like, <laughs> like, it's a part of the lore. Like, it's, yeah. you know, <laughs> there, it's be too a, soon. There'll be a Fright Fest maze that's, like, themed after the 1984 yeah, yeah. Haunted House fire. Yeah. I, mean, it, there, I can think of uh, one New Jersey citizen who could run for governor who would pay reparations to those families. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In, yeah. in, under, in the El Toro Ryan regime, we yep. will we will finally have justice for the uh, the haunted house eight that died that day. Mm-hmm. That's one of his campaign points. We're, we're <laughs> on that a lot. And, yeah, and, yeah. It, ironically, despite his name being El Toro Ryan, his big, the biggest uh, opponent spenders against his campaign will be uh, Six Flags themselves because he's mm-hmm. revealing the truth about their business practices. <laughs> it's like how like, NBC goes after Trump, and like Trump used to work for NBC. Like, yeah, yeah. Or Ryan, exactly. Uh, used to work for. He knows. Like, he's really he knows exactly. He even. I think he said in one of his videos, uh, in like the problematic coasters ones on King Dakar, he like said he was like i won't say it here but it does not actually launch at 128 miles per hour which i was like yeah spill the damn tea ryan tell us how fast king Good. actually yeah goes. yeah <laughs> yeah speaking truth to power yeah that's what i like about el toro ryan is that like he you can tell like he he's the real deal for being obsessed with roller coasters because like he really enjoyed like working at the opera working at the operators panel yeah yeah on roller coasters and recommends hey if you really like roller coasters work yeah, at work yes. spend, yes, work. Spend, a, spend a miserable summer working at yeah. cedar fair pressing <laughs> buttons on the ride yeah check it check it check people's lap bars for a summer <laughs> yeah getting hard get americans back to work <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and that's how you know what he's talking about yeah oh yeah definitely you want more jobs, more roller coaster themed jobs. And uh, you know, you know that Six Flags will get it. it Six Flags Great Adventure would, would get at least one new coaster in an El, El Toro Ryan governorship. It would. They mm-hmm. would. Ha- they would actually have to sign a contract where they agree to build at least two new coasters every <laughs> half decade. So they got to get four per decade in new, yeah. new constructions. Hey, Sorry, get, that's doable. Yeah. Get, get back to back to a coaster wars pace at least. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, it all starts sure. here, you know, getting, it does. getting people excited about roller coasters, getting people into mm-hmm. roller coasters, coaster chat, spreading the gospel. Oh, hell We're yeah. It's the foundation as we speak. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's halfway through July. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's halfway through July. We're halfway through the summer of coasters. If you haven't been to an amusement park or theme park yet this summer, get get your ass over there. Yeah, oh, get no. your ass on a coaster. Yeah. No, I have some trips planned out when I get back to California, like. I definitely need to hit a Magic Mountain, and we'll For do sure. an episode completely about Magic Mountain coasters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. Bring, I think it's one of the West Coast. the West Coast boys on to yeah. have you guys talk about what, For what sure, the hell's yeah. going on over there. Definitely. Yeah, That'll we'll definitely fun. get a West Coast report. Yeah. Yeah, hop on West Coast Racers. It finally open. Yeah. Yeah, that actually does look pretty cool, honestly. Even mm-hmm. though they already have a dueling coaster, they already have things that launch. Like, who cares? Like, once you get past, once you get past the fifteen coasters at your park point, you can have duplicates. Yeah, it's uh, like, like you can be like Kings Dominion and open like a B and M hyper coaster <laughs> and a B and M giga coaster in the same park. Yeah, yeah. Or is it Kings Island or Kings Dominion uh, that has Diamondback and Orion? I think it's Kings Island. Okay. 
but um, I think Carowinds has that setup also, so it just seems like something Cedar Fair does for the parks they care about. So, yeah. I mean, the Six Flags version of that, I guess, is like, yeah, you're you're opening a new, like, premier launch coaster, but that's honestly <laughs> kind of cool. That's almost like a throwback at this point, so I, that, that seems like a cool ride. I would go on that for sure if I were uh, at Magic Mountain. Oh, I would too. Definitely. I mean- I mean the the New Jersey version of a uh, of open uh, of opening a launch coaster is I I've heard this rumor. Remember last episode we talked about um, how they have like a launch coaster on the Ocean City Boardwalk in New yeah. Jersey. I talk, talking to some guys who have actually been there and live closer to uh, Ocean City. They said that that ride has like a terrible reputation because it went through like it apparently was you know designed by S&S Sansei Technologies in Japan but then delivered mm-hmm. and constructed by this is somebody else's words not mine constructed by hillbillies okay so <laughs> so they, they said that like they they did not build it to spec they like needed to loan an extra 3 million dollars from uh damn from uh Ocean City New Jersey to like it dredge out enough sand to build the footers fuck which I mean, like, it doesn't sound like that would cost three million dollars, but yeah. I, I mean, like, again, this is this is whisper down the lane kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that this is something that's true. They uh, they built it so wrong that um, when they first uh, built their did their test runs for this uh, S and S um, launch coaster in Castaway Cove, Ocean City, New Jersey, it decapitated the test dummies. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you know, like the, the dummies full of water that they like run a coaster through before they put people on there, just completely decapitated them. So they had to like re, like I, I normal ordinarily you would say reprofile it, but I I feel like the more apt description would be like uh, order the same parts again yeah. and build it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get it correct. Intensity rating ultra extreme. But you know what? Summer coasters, I'm going to yeah. get down there. I'm going to ride it still no matter what. I, I want to get on that too because I just think the concept of having a launch coaster at the boardwalk is very impressive. And I just, I got to say that thing for myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, no matter how many brave dummies gave their lives. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll become a brave dummy and get on that stupid thing. Hell yeah. All right. Well, summer coasters, anything summer else coasters. you guys. You got anything else you guys wanted to say about Great Adventure? Not really. I think I we think... checked off everything on my to-do list for this episode. Much, yeah. <laughs> yeah we we went one. pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, we, this is a great episode. Yeah, we covered everything, honestly. Free we got the not spray far madman in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all, all right. Well, summer coasters. About. Go ride some coasters this summer. Yep. Get yep. on them. Yeah, hit up your local theme park, guys. Mm-hmm. This is Avery and Bert and Shane. Uh signing off. Peace, everybody. Take care. All right. See you guys.